Blog Talk Radio. So you want to get a degree? Why? Let me tell you what society will tell you. It increases your chances of getting a job, provides you with an opportunity to be successful. Your life will be a lot less stressful. Education is the key. Now let me tell you what your parents will tell you. Make me proud. It increases your chances of getting a job, provides you with an opportunity to be successful. Your life will be a lot less stressful. Education is the key. Now let's look at the statistics. Steve Jobs, net worth, 7 billion, RIP. Richard Branson, net worth, 4.2 billion. Oprah Winfrey, net worth, 2.7 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, Henry Ford, Steven Spielberg, Bill Gates. Now here comes the coup de grace. Looking at these individuals, what's your conclusion? Neither of them, in being successful, ever graduated from a higher learning institution. Now some of you will protest like, you know money is only the medium by which one measures worldly success. And some of you even have the nerve to say, I don't do it for the money. So what are you studying for? To work for a charity? Need more clarity? Let's look at the statistics. Jesus, Muhammad Tees were upon him, Socrates, Malcolm X, Mother Teresa, Spielberg, Shakespeare, Beethoven, Jesse Owens, Muhammad Ali, Sean Carter, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, Michael Joseph Jackson, were either of these people unsuccessful or uneducated? All I'm saying is that if there was a family tree, hard work and education would be related, but school would probably be a distant cousin. If education is the key, then school is the lock. Because it rarely ever develops your mind to the point where it can perceive red as green and continue to go when someone else said stop. Because as long as you follow the rules and pass the exams, you're cool. But are you aware that examiners have a checklist? And if your answer is something outside of the box, the automatic response is across. And then they claim that school expands your horizons and your visions. Well, tell that to Malcolm X who dropped out of school and is well-renowned for what he learned in a prison. Proverbs 17:16. It does a fool no good to spend money on an education. Why? Because he has no common sense. George Bush. Need I say more? Education is about inspiring one's mind, not just filling their heads. And take this from me because I'm an educated man myself who only came to this realisation after countless nights in the library with a can of Red Bull keeping me awake till dawn and another can in the morn, falling asleep in between piles of books which probably equated to the same amount I had spent on my rent, memorise equations, facts and dates right down to the letter, half of which I'd never remember and half of which I'd forget straight after the exam and before the start of the next semester, asking anyone if they had notes for the last lecture. I often found myself running to class just so I could find a spot on which I could rest my head and fall asleep without making a scene. Ironic, because that's the only time I ever spent in university chasing my dreams. And then after nights with a dead mind, I then find myself in the queue of half-awake student zombies waiting to hand in an assignment. Maybe that's why they called it a deadline. And then after three years of mental suppression and frustration, my proud mother didn't even turn up to my graduation 
Now, I'm not saying that school is evil and there's nothing to gain, but all I'm saying is understand your motives and reassess your aims. Because if you want a job working for someone else, then help yourself. But then that would be a contradiction because you wouldn't really be helping yourself, you'd be helping somebody else. There's a saying which says, if you don't build your dream, someone else will hire you to help build theirs. Redefine how you view education. Understand its true meaning. Education is not just about regurgitating facts from a book on someone else's opinion on a subject to pass an exam. Look at it. Picasso was educated in creating art. Shakespeare was educated in the art of all that was written. Colonel Harlan Sanders was educated in the art of creating Kentucky Fried Chicken. I once saw David Beckham take a free kick. I watched as the side of his Adidas-sponsored boot hit the patent level of the ball at angle which caused it to travel towards the skies as though it was destined for the heavens. And then as it reached the peak of its momentum, as though it changed its mind, it switched directions. I watched as the goalkeeper froze, as though reciting to himself the laws of physics, and as though his brain was negotiating with his eyes that it was indeed witnessing the spectacle of the leather swan that was swooping towards it, and then reacting but only a fraction of a millisecond too late. And before the net of the goal embraced the FIFA-sponsored ballers that it was the prodigal son returning home, and the country that I live in erupted into cheers, I looked at the play and thought, damn. Looking at David Beckham, there's more than one way in this world to be an educated man. Oh 
teaching methods, federal and state homeschooling laws, and most importantly, this show is a platform where families can inspire one another on how to raise independent thinkers. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani, Montessori educator, homeschooling consultant, owner of Homeschool Guide LLC, and mother of two. Let's get started. Hope everybody's having a lovely Sunday. Today is August the 16th, 2020, and this is the Raising Independent Thinkers show. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani. I hope everybody's having a wonderful week. My week has been extremely busy. I just purchased my first home, and I'm in the process of moving, which has been a little hectic, but overall a blessing. So today we're going to talk about getting started with homeschooling. I know that many of you are starting to think about what do I do first? How am I going to get organized? Can I even do this? And I'll be going over some things this evening and hopefully it'll ease your mind a little bit. So I'd like to start off with a quote. And this week, my quote is from Maya Angelou, and she says, If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. And when I read this, I think about all the families who are out there that are making a conscious decision to homeschool their children. It may have been hard for you to take that first step, but don't let any fear or insecurity keep you from this exciting journey you're about to take on. So the first thing you want to do is to become familiar with your state's laws on homeschooling. Homeschooling is legal in all 50 states, 
but the requirements differ from state to state. Now, I like to go to the hslda.org website, and HSLDA stands for Homeschool Legal Defense Association. And I like it because when you go on the website, it allows you to choose what state you live in, and then it gives you a list of all of the homeschooling laws in that state. Or you could just look up the actual general statutes from the state general legislative website. Now, when you're looking at the laws, you want to focus on these 10 things that I'm about to talk about. So number one, what age is school mandatory in your state? So depending on your state, a minimum and maximum age is required in which the student must be enrolled. So I'll use North Carolina as an example. The age of required school attendance is from 7 to 16 years old, which means when your child turns 7, she or he must be enrolled in school. So your state may have a different age requirement. Now, if your child is not enrolled and does not have a good reason for missing school, this can result in a misdemeanor, and you could possibly pay a fine or have Child Protective Services step in. So this is why it's it's so important to know the laws in your state when it comes to um, enrolling your child into school. Another area to focus on when looking at state laws is parent qualifications. So some states require no qualifications, while other states require homeschool parents to have a specific level of formal education or to work with a, um, a certified teacher. Now, in the state of North Carolina, the law requires you to have at least a high school diploma or GED. And I think many parents may feel inadequate in teaching their children, but as I always say, you are your, your child's first teacher. And as long as you do the research and ask for help when you need when you need it, you'll be fine. So number three is notification. Now we're talking about things to focus on when looking at your state laws. So you need to know if you must notify your state department of education or local school of your intent to homeschool. In some states, no notification is required, but in other states, all families must submit notification by a certain date, usually in the summer or in the fall. I'll go back to um, the state of North Carolina because it's my state. In North Carolina, the law requires you to send a notice of intent to the Department of Non-Public Education. The letter of intent must be sent after July 1st of the first year you're homeschooling. And it's a one-time form, so you don't need to send it. Um, you only need to send it once every year. And you, I'm sorry, you don't need to send it um, once every year. It's just a one-time form. And you only need one for... Uh, one per household. So even if you have multiple children, you just need to um, send it in one time. 
and the notice of intent should have the following information on it. The name of your school, the address of your school, name of the chief officer or owner, which is you. If you're operating as a religious or a non-religious school, and they do, they usually do ask for a copy of your high school diploma or GED for to show proof of your qualifications. So you should send the notice of intent usually right before withdrawing your child from school if they're already enrolled. And that leads me to number four, which is withdrawing your child, which you need to officially do in order to homeschool. This means that you are transferring the legal responsibility of your child's education from the public school to you, the parent or guardian. You should be able to withdraw your child at any time of the year. There is no law stating you have to wait until a specific time. And you should contact your local school and find out if there's a specific withdrawal letter or form um, for you. And you should know that you don't need to explain your decision to withdraw. Um, you don't need to attend any conference or any meeting with the school. And if you're having trouble with your local school on withdrawing your child, please feel free to contact me for a consultation. I'll be more than happy to assist you. I know firsthand that many of these schools feel they know what is best for your child, and that is just not true. So the fifth thing uh, you, you want to think about is the days of instruction that you plan on homeschooling. Now, figuring out how to create a homeschool schedule is sometimes one of the most challenging aspects of educating at home. Having the freedom and flexibility can make it difficult to let go of that traditional way of thinking. So the first thing you want to do is figure out your annual schedule. So in North Carolina, the law requires you to teach for at least nine calendar months out of the year. So again, you need to check with your state laws. Some states also require a certain number of hours or days of instruction. Others put no stipulations on attendance. So after doing um, research, many homeschool curriculum base their products on a 36-week model, which I think is it makes it a good starting point for planning. I know many families who keep their schedules very simple by choosing a start date and then counting days until they've met the state requirements and then they take breaks and days off as needed. And other families prefer to have a set calendar in place. So for example, I know a family that does a four-day school week after afternoon schedule, and it, it works perfectly for them. So once you've decided on your yearly schedule, you can work out the details of your weekly schedule. And one benefit is that your weekly schedule doesn't have to be Monday through Friday. You can adjust your school days to work for your family. So some families do a regular school work, um, regular school work week, and they might 
do the academics Monday through Friday, reserving the fifth day. I'm sorry, Monday through Thursday and reserving the fifth day for co-op or field trips or other outside of the house activities. So I'm going to go ahead and take a little break. Um, I'm going to play the Suli Breaks clip again, Why I Hate School But Love Education, and I will be right back. So you want to get a degree. Why? Let me tell you what society will tell you. It increases your chances of getting a job, provides you with an opportunity to be successful. Your life will be a lot less stressful. Education is the key. Now let me tell you what your parents will tell you. Make me proud. It increases your chances of getting a job, provides you with an opportunity to be successful. Your life will be a lot less stressful. Education is the key. Now let's look at the statistics. Steve Jobs, net worth, 7 billion, RIP. Richard Branson, net worth, 4.2 billion. Oprah Winfrey, net worth, 2.7 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, Henry Ford, Steven Spielberg, Bill Gates. Now here comes the coup de grace. Looking at these individuals, what's your conclusion? Neither of them in being successful ever graduated from a higher learning institution. Now some of you will protest like, you know money is only the medium by which one measures worldly success. And some of you even have the nerve to say, I don't do it for the money. So what are you studying for? To work for a charity? Need more clarity? Let's look at the statistics. Jesus, Muhammad teased up on him, Socrates, Malcolm X, Mother Teresa, Spielberg, Shakespeare, Beethoven, Jesse Owens, Muhammad Ali, Sean Carter, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, Michael Joseph Jackson, were either of these people unsuccessful or uneducated? All I'm saying is that if there was a family tree, hard work and education would be related, but school would probably be a distant cousin. If education is the key, then school is the lock. Because it rarely ever develops your mind to the point where it can perceive red as green and continue to go when someone else said stop. Because as long as you follow the rules and pass the exams, you're cool. But are you aware that examiners have a checklist? And if your answer is something outside of the box, the automatic response is across. And then they claim that school expands your horizons and your visions. Well, tell that to Malcolm X who dropped out of school and is well-renowned for what he learned in a prison. Proverbs 17:16. It does a fool no good to spend money on education. Why? Because he has no common sense. George Bush. Need I say more? Education is about inspiring one's mind, not just filling their head. And take this from me because I'm an educated man myself who only came to this realization after countless nights in the library with a can of Red Bull keeping me awake till dawn and another can in the morn, falling asleep in between piles of books which probably equated to the same amount I had spent on my rent, memorize equations, facts and dates right down to the letter, half of which I'd never remember and half of which I'd forget straight after the exam and before the start of the next semester, asking anyone if they had notes for the last lecture. I often found myself running to class 
just so I could find a spot on which I could rest my head and fall asleep without making a scene. Ironic, because that's the only time I ever spent in university chasing my dreams. And then after nights with a dead mind, I then find myself in a queue of half-awake student zombies waiting to hand in an assignment. Maybe that's why they called it a deadline. And then after three years of mental suppression and frustration, my proud mother didn't even turn up to my graduation. Now, I'm not saying that school is evil and there's nothing to gain, but all I'm saying is understand your motives and reassess your aims. Because if you want a job working for someone else, then help yourself. But then that would be a contradiction because you wouldn't really be helping yourself, you'd be helping somebody else. There's a saying which says, if you don't build your dream, someone else will hire you to help build theirs. Redefine how you view education. Understand its true meaning. Education is not just about regurgitating facts from a book on someone else's opinion on a subject to pass an exam. Look at it. Picasso was educated in creating art. Shakespeare was educated in the art of all that was written. Colonel Harlan Sanders was educated in the art of creating Kentucky Fried Chicken. I once saw David Beckham take a free kick. I watched as the side of his Adidas sponsored boot hit the patent level of the ball at angle which caused it to travel towards the skies as though it was destined for the heavens. And then as it reached the peak of its momentum, as though it changed its mind, it switched directions. I watched as the goalkeeper froze, as though reciting to himself the laws of physics and as though his brain was negotiating with his eyes that was indeed witnessing the spectacle of the leather swan that was swooping towards it and then reacting but only a fraction of a millisecond too late and before the net of the goal embraced the FIFA sponsored ball as though it was the prodigal son returning home and the country that I live in erupted into cheers I looked at the play and thought damn Looking at David Beckham, there's more than one way in this world to be an educated man.
about the life that teems along the deepest ocean floor. We are, we are, we are. The present, the past, the future days to come, the Alpha, the Omega, we are everything.
Okay, I'm back. So let's keep going. We're talking about 10 ways to getting started with homeschooling. And we're on number six. So you want to think about what subjects and methods you plan on providing. You want to, again, take a look at your state's laws on what subjects are required. Now, some states do require you to teach specific subjects. The state of North Carolina does not, but they do suggest that you keep a detailed record of your homeschool program and some samples of your child's work. Now, you also want to keep in mind the requirements of standardized testing and what subjects the test covers. So most homeschoolers usually add English, reading, spelling, and math into their curriculum, those four subjects. Um, most states will give you a choice in what test you would like to use. And I can go over each test during another show as well as a, a the variety of homeschooling methods out there because there are a lot to choose from and a lot of good ones. So we're on number seven, which is keeping records. Now, in many states, you must keep attendance for your, for your child, immunization records, and annual test scores. Now, you can choose to be exempt from required immunization um, medically or religiously. A medical exemption includes a licensed doctor request based on the immunization being detrimental to the child's health. But many families usually go with the religious exemption, um, which is just a statement that you file stating your religious objection to immunization. And um, also with keeping records, I think it's always a good idea to keep a portfolio of samples of your child's work for the year. So before I go on, um, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to type it into the chat and I will respond back in, in the chat. Also, if you're thinking about homeschooling, and you're in need of some guidance, please go to my website at home-schoolguide.com and schedule a consultation. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook, um, or Instagram, or both. Okay, so we're on number eight, which is joining a local homeschooling group. So this is where you will find other families who can support you and show you how homeschooling works for them. You can learn about age-appropriate activities your children may want to participate in, such as sports, tutoring, small clubs um, that suit your child's interests. Last week, I talked a little bit about homeschooling co-ops, which is a group of families who meet together and work for a common goal. Um, they can be organized around academics, service work, or projects. Sometimes you can find a co-op where parents take turns in teaching a certain subject. Uh, they can meet once a month, twice a month. They could meet once a week. You know, it's, it's all up to the group. And you can find co-ops or other homeschooling groups on social media sites 
And if you can't find one, think about starting up your own. You know, it's always nice to have a support group. And, um, you know, it would be great if you can initiate that. Okay, so number nine is setting homeschooling goals. Now, since homeschoolers proceed at their own pace, it's important, especially in the first year, to consider what you want to accomplish. Academics are always important when you're setting short and long-term goals, but they're not the only component of, of a child's education. For example, you want to think about how will your child get physical activity? Um, when will they socialize with other children? You also want to consider extracurricular activities like music classes or dance classes. Um, over the past few months, my daughter is self-learning in playing the guitar, <laughs> and she loves it. Um, okay, so finally, number 10 is watching out for common homeschooling pitfalls. So there's usually three issues that I hear families talk about when they're when they're first starting out. The first one is feeling isolated, and that's why it's so important to make sure you're joining a support group. Um, it's not just for the kids, but it's also for you too. Another issue um, is that I hear from families is com committing to a curriculum too soon. So some people will purchase a really expensive curriculum and then realize that it's not working for their child's learning style. So I suggest that you experiment for a while before you decide um, that this is the curriculum and before, especially before you decide to spend a whole lot of money. Okay, so finally, know that you'll need to learn as you go. So adjusting to the freedom and flexibility of homeschooling is, you know, sometimes a challenge. But just as long as you're remembering that you'll be defining and constantly redefining yourself as you go and just knowing that it's okay. Okay, so I am going to end the show um, on this evening, and I hope that I inspired someone today. Um, I hope you all join me next week, and have a wonderful week. Stay blessed. Traveling these wide roads for so long My heart's been far from you Ten thousand miles gone Oh, I want to come near and give Every part of me But there's blood on my hands 
And my lips are unclean In my darkness I remember Mama's words reoccur to me Surrender to the good Lord And it'll wipe your slate clean Take me to your river There's blood on my hand And my lips are in Please let me know Take me to your river 